Hi everyone, I'm Paola Diana and this is Unleashed, the Game Changers. Today our guest is none other than the Baroness Emma Nicholson. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm absolutely delighted to talk. Baroness, you are a true powerhouse. And for me, you are a hero because you're doing so much for women and children. You never stop. And you, you, you do something for the United Kingdom, for now for Ukraine, you did it for Iraq and other countries in the world. I really don't know how you can do all of this and where you can find this strength and this passion. And I think it comes from your uh, feminism, your love for women and women's rights. Tell us more. I think it probably comes from my family. In, we've always uh, helped women and children throughout all the generations uh, on both sides of the family, most particularly on my mother's side. And so I think it's probably built in. Women and children need help. Yeah. Uh, particularly when children are without parents, they need. Uh, particularly when women are ill or their family is ill or they lose their husband or they don't have one. Uh, women are the carers of society, the bearers of children, therefore inevitably they need more support. Um, yes. And so I've always thought that we must help. And well done, because you know it's so important that everyone understands they are responsible for our civil life, right? For our society, for the laws as well. And you're doing very much now in the House of Lords, uh, especially for a particular issue, right? Uh, and it's related to the gender issue. I would say that you are uh, gender critical, as I am, and uh, I would like you to explain more what's happening, if you can, of course. What's happening in the NHS, as an example, with the Annex B, this uh, policy that uh, wants to replace uh, sex with gender. Well, the NHS is a big headache at the moment. It's a wonderful organisation. It has the best system in the globe, but somehow they've stumbled on looking after women. And I cannot understand how it happened. Yeah. For 30 or 40 years, the House of Commons and the House of Lords have decided, quite rightly, that women need special privacy, safety and dignity. Well, that's very obvious. Yes. Uh, but suddenly, when we got up to 92% single-sex wards so that women could have that dignity and privacy, and men too, incidentally, yeah. they also need it. Of we course. also need privacy when we're all ill. When we got up to 92% of all hospital wards single-sex, suddenly it turned round, it turned upside down. And since then it's been going right back very fast indeed. And this is frustrating, more than frustrating for a parliamentarian, yes. because all those 30 years, it was parliamentarians who pushed it forward because our constituents demanded it. Of they didn't course. want to go into hospital and discover they were lying in a bed next to somebody's brother when they themselves were being sick or giving birth or something. It's completely undignified. So the House of Commons and the House of Lords and the Ministers for Health Year after year after year, they gave the promises and they implemented them. Suddenly, in 1998, it turned upside down. And suddenly, uh, we turned out to have uh, not just women in a women's ward, but people who were not women, who were born men and had changed themselves cosmetically and quite fundamentally cosmetically because they desired to be like women yeah. but of course they're not of course ladies they are another sort of person maybe 
uh, I respect, I like them, that's not the point. But that does not give the National Health Service, in our view in Parliament, the right to override Parliament's wishes over a 30 to 40 year period. All those debates, all those laws, all those agreements from the ministers, suddenly it's turned upside down. And of course, um, this has had the most dreadful impact because it means that any man can now walk into a hospital, yeah. however he's dressed, yeah. he can have a beard, he can have a, you know anything, yeah. and he can say he's a woman, and then he goes on to a woman's ward. He has the right at yeah. the moment to go on to a woman's ward. It's terrible. Well, it makes an absolute nonsense, and even worse than that, the National Health Service nurses and ward sisters are told that they must say this is not the case. I know. They must say that this is no man on your ward, it's actually a woman. Well, of course, if you're sick and distressed, yes. you then wonder who you are, where you are. Are you mad? Have you had a mistake? No, this is a man, you say. So one poor lady, she was so upset that, and she kept on saying, it's a gentleman next door, and they turned her out of the hospital. That's terrible. And she was sick. So they're going against women in order to protect uh, whoever man or predator in this case or other cases well, who wants to enter uh, into women's spaces. we all love men very dearly and we can't do without them. Nonetheless, um, as we all know, 99% of all rapes and sexual assaults are carried out by males against females mainly. Of so to sit, set this system up for that to possibly happen of course, it's even worse, devastating, with mental health wards. Yeah. Because in mental health wards, well, you know this difference between sectioned and not sectioned. We have very, very few people in Britain who are deemed dangerous to others and therefore have to be kept apart. So those are called sectioned. Sure. They are sectioned away from the rest of us. They have uh, a lot of nurses looking after them in case they commit suicide or do something silly or worse. But ordinary patients who've merely had maybe mental distress, and lots of us un have unhappy moments in life, some people are better looked after for that time in hospital. But they're not in hospital because the state has told them to go there. They're in hospital because they've asked for a rest, really, yeah. and maybe some help in how to deal with a very difficult situation at home. That means that there are fewer nurses on that ward, far fewer, because they're not physically ill, they're recovering mentally, yeah. but they're not sectioned because they're not dangerous to anyone else. It's just unhappiness or something. Mm -hmm. um, so there are very few nurses on those wards. And the women are now getting really, really aggressed by the men who come in and declare they're women. That's so horrible. It's an honest. open door yes. to a predatory male. So that's Absolutely. even worse. And there I also have cases who have told me they've been raped, they've yeah. been attacked, they've been hurt, they've been harmed. Gosh, I was and of course, there. you see, when people are mentally uh, upset, in the modern world, they will be given heavy drugs. And some of these people very probably don't actually know, it's not their normal behaviour. Sure. But they're on some heavy drug uh, to help them recover from whatever it is that's wrong with them in their yeah. head. And therefore they will behave irrationally. Sometimes they just take all their clothes off and walk around all the time. Sometimes they do worse than that. Yeah. So this is a very unsatisfactory situation indeed. It's very we dangerous. Need proper single sex 
woods. This word gender is a sort of very blurred word. It has no real meaning at all. Because I understand there is something like seven and a half billion genders. I don't know what on earth that is. Um, I think it means you, you have an idea of yourself and you think you're something yeah, else. It's a feeling. Well, we all have ideas what, yeah. we, what we would like to be. I would love to have been Agatha Christie and worked out all those lovely books, you know. <laughs> Someone else might prefer to have been James Bond. Exactly. Well, that's acting. You know, yeah. we have a real life, and the best thing to do is to help people enjoy and value their own real life. Yeah. Then there is this uh, extraordinary concept that you can change sex. But it's not well, real. Well, Lord Winston, who's one of our most famous um, gynaecologists, he's declared several times, looking rather unhappy on television, the one thing you can't do is change sex. He said your sex is in every single individual cell in your body and it comes from your conception. So to allow people to be believe that they can change sex is a great unkindness on them. But it also makes danger for others. Exactly. So this is a very bad moment yes. and I'm sorry to say it's come in from America. And yes, uh, it's true. been all over the West, not on the East, the East think we're mad, but the West have uh, been falling down like nine pins on this yes. and I'm glad that Britain is a little bit more sensible. We're an island, we're independent people, we've had the Magna Carta, we've always had our own speech rights yes. so we're not falling down under this. But also interestingly enough France, our nearest neighbour and closest ally and friend, France has stood up and said this isn't any good, you're trying to change the French language. We have male and female, we're not going to have this. So they are now fighting right out in the open. And, that's good. and the other people who you were surprised about who are also up there with us is Sweden. Sweden immediately sucked in the, the new dogma and therefore yeah. started changing children, this is the really wicked thing, with um, very, very heavy drugs. And now Sweden has looked at all of this, it's analysed it medically properly, and it said it's extremely bad for the children to do this, yes. and therefore we mustn't do this again. So Sweden, France and Britain are all at one at the moment, and that's fantastic. Yeah. And I've no doubt that others will start to see sense. I'm sure, because reality will always win at the end, right? I think this is a delusional movement based on an ideology. And, uh, and but one the problem day with that is if you look at history, sometimes it takes 50 years, and a lot of people are hurt. Yes. I mean, if you look at, I would say, an ideology was communism. Communism lasted a very, very, very long time indeed, harmed millions yes. of people and hasn't yet completely gone. So if you don't fight back immediately, these lunatic obsessions get dug in and uh, yes. weak people get picked up by it and they think they will gain somehow from it and the poor devils, they don't, they lose their whole lifestyle. Exactly, you're right. It's really affecting vulnerable people, especially. And also, you know, I think about these women who are raped uh, in the hospital wards. It's horrifying. And also the, you know, women inmates uh, in the prisons. I know they have to stay Well, I have a lot inmate. of letters from ladies who write to me because I, as a former member of parliament, um, I'm very used to taking people's worries on sure. my shoulders and not talking about them to other people unless I'm invited to by the person who's written to me. But I am very, very seriously worried at the harm that is being done to people who cannot, in that sense, defend themselves. Yes. I mean, immediately I started talking about this. I was 
thrown off three boards. Yeah, very interesting. Really? But that's okay. Uh, other people ask me to join other boards. I'm okay, if you understand me. I, I was quite surprised, I must admit, because they were writers. They threw me off at once, saying that my view of life was unacceptable to their values. So now they seem to be changing their values. I never knew they had values before, you know. <laughs> However, that's not my, you know, judgment. So it was quite surprising to be thrown off immediately. Two enormously important volunteer boards Terrible. really mattered. I didn't know. And another one that I just about was kept on, but they've never spoken to me again. So then I said to myself, well, I'm all right, you know, if they want to do that, that's their judgment. Too bad, I can go and do something else, it didn't matter. But the people who, to whom the one thing they are doing or earning a living from, it profoundly matters that they should not be attacked like this. Of course. So, but it was interesting for me to be attacked so quickly. Yeah. So there's a lot of strength in this movement. It is, And yeah. it's not a very nice movement. Yeah. I don't think it's a loving movement. I don't think it's a kind movement. I think it's uh, not a movement that actually reaches out to help other people, as we should all do in life. It's a movement that is destructive, yeah. and it pulls people to pieces and leaves them on the floor. Yes. I totally disapprove of that behavior. Yes, it's horrible. They even want to uh, you know, stop a free speech in the United Kingdom. If you think about what happened to Professor Catalin's talk at the University of Sussex. It's terrible. And also what happened to James Hatches. Well, this shows us again how crowd mania can take hold. Yes. Which is why you have to stand up quickly and say, no, this is not right. And even if you get hurt by it, thrown off things, you must then say the same louder and in a different way and try to explain. And what's been interesting for me is having stood up alone, as it were, and been hit for it, and then stood up alone again. What's been really interesting is steadily how people have come round and have said, oh, maybe you're right after all. I said, well, think about it, you know. Is it really logical to alter people's lives and speeches and culture? Is it really logical and right to destroy their family life by taking their children away and changing them? I mean, one lady who came to me very early on, absolutely distraught beyond belief, because she said the transgender movement had removed her son. Oh. So I said, oh dear, what can tell me about it? And she explained in considerable detail that her son was already mentally very distressed. And so he had gone into a hospital, a mental ward, mental health ward, and the hospital, the NHS, was preparing to balance him back again. And then the LDS group from his university came in and they took him away. Unbelievable. They persuaded him to leave. Well, he wasn't sectioned, so he was free to get up and walk out, sure. although the hospital, I understand, was very worried. And they took him away and he disappeared. And they told him he was a woman, apparently, and redressed him up and everything like that and he refused to contact his family ever again. The mother came to me in great distress. I could think of nothing to offer. Poor mother. She was so distressed. I said, well, look here, why don't you get yourself busier, go to the church, she was a Catholic, join the Women's Institute, find things to do and see if you can calm yourself while maybe your son recovers and comes back. 
and she explained she was already doing everything she possibly could in her local town and she was just frantic with worry about her son. She thought maybe he'd died because she hadn't heard from him for a year and a half. I can only so she asked me what I could do. So I found her slightly hesitantly. Um, I said, well, if you want me to, I'm sure I can find a good person who would search for you. Uh, so I did, and she, she made the arrangements with him. He had to have a fee. Very, very good man in a very, very good company. He said, this is not normal, nor is my company doing this, but I can see how worried you are. I will try to help. Well, indeed, they found him, um, and um, but still, the, 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 she knows he's alive, but that's all. And they were a very happy family before, and it's been completely ruined and wrecked, and Terrible. he's been persuaded with his very soft head that he's something he isn't. Of course. And it's a form of brainwashing. That's it. That's it. A form of brainwashing. Very nasty. Yeah. Very nasty. I don't think this movement is at all a positive development in human life. I don't think it's a loving movement. I don't think it's a kind movement. I agree. And I don't think it's a movement that in the, the saying of the golden rule, you know, the ancient golden rule that yeah. all societies have somewhere, yeah. which is do unto others as you would do un they would do to you. Exactly. Well, this movement is not that. Yeah, but they want us to be kind with them. They want us to use the pronouns they want. They want us to believe what they want. But if you don't agree with them, they're horrible to you. They want you to lose your money, your jobs, your you know, board uh, uh, memberships. It's, it's really, really affecting the lives of many, many people. Well, they've been trying to get me out of the House of Lords, so they put in fifteen or five or six thousand objections to my being there, so I'm completely unsuitable to be in the House of Lords. I come at think about they, someone better than you to be at there. First, at first, they started saying I was um, racist. Well, they had a problem with that, because I've worked all over the globe in refugee camps with absolutely everybody, Africa, India, everywhere. So I had a problem with that. Uh, then I think they said I was, um, can't remember, something else. Racist, um, homophobic, which yeah. is a word that means nothing. It means you hate mm. men, yeah. you know. And I can't remember what the last word was. What was the last? I think maybe transphobic. I mean, they say everyone is transphobic <laughs> if they don't believe in what they believe. So, yes, yeah. that's right. But right. Um, so they tried very hard, um, uh, but it didn't work. Um, I'm glad it didn't I mean, work because we need you in the, the House, House of Lords. Will tell me, mm. but uh, not five thousand or six thousand people outside who are peddling a, a drug, drug-ridden. That's unbelievable. Crude, crude, um, set of um, rules, because behind all of this is a lot of drugs. Yes, I, I can Because imagine. in order to alter somebody so profoundly to make them even yeah. think there's something else. Yeah. You have to pump them full of drugs that are contraindicative to your natural body. And that's what's so sad. You know, when I met Kira Bell, who asked to come and see me with yeah. her case, lovely girl, a very nice solicitor with her, she wished against anything she hadn't been pumped full of male drugs. Oh my God. Because she feels she's no longer a female. Yeah. Well, actually she is, but you know, some things have altered a little bit, but she's a beautiful girl, of beautiful young woman, with lovely character, sweet nature, and she was having an unhappy time at home, yeah. and people got at her. Well, what sort of a cult is it that tries to take 
early teenagers having an unhappy time at home and take them away from their family, pump them full of drugs. Scary. Give them some sort of surgery. Yeah, it's really scary. Double mastectomies and heaven knows what, you yes. know, for the rest of the body. Yeah. And also these uh, ideologists, uh, the trans ideologists, they are very nasty with the detransitioners. Because we all know, like the transitioners like Kira, we all know that there are many more now, the transitioners, because of course, a lot of people might change their mind, right? It's normal. In life, we all change our minds, right? At some point, and especially these children, you know, if they went through a lot like Kira. And it's horrible, the treatment they receive from these trolls. I call them trolls. Well, that's what we're trying to stop in Parliament. But you see, Parliament also has some people who've drunk the poison, as it were, and yes. have these peculiar beliefs. Yeah. Really, this is an anti-family creed. It is. Essentially, it's anti-women, but it's also basically anti-family. Yeah. Because what they're changing children into yeah. is Peter Pan's. Do you know that, what I yeah, mean by yeah. that? A fantasy, you know, no, character. Children who will never have children. Oh, yeah. Because their fertility is removed, whether a boy or a girl. When you pump all these drugs in, their ovaries, everything will go. They will shrink, they won't develop. So basically, it's an anti-family, but it's also anti-fertility. Yes. Now, that's essentially unnatural. I mean, the one great thing about nature is nature continues to demand all the time that everything makes more. Humans, plants, trees, everything. Yes. Yes. So this is very anti-nature. This is a very unnatural creed. Yes. It's anti-fertility. It's destroying children's capacity and grown-ups' capacity to actually re replace themselves with another human. That's massively unnatural. And it's horrible because when you're a child, how do you know if you want to have children or not, right? You can't know that. You know, stripping these children from the possibility of motherhood or fatherhood is so sad. It's, re it's, it's really a crime against children. I think it's basically children. wicked. Yes. I think it's basically evil. Yes. This is, this is uh, I mean, goodness is always on um, making more, creating more, discovering more, having more excitement, more life. Yes. This is against that. Um, and that, I think, is its fundamental dreadfulness. It's, uh, the other thing that has been brought in, I don't think it came with it originally, but it's something that takes every opportunity to arrive, and that is pedophilia. There's a strand of paedophilia running yes. alongside this that yes. is getting bigger and bigger and nastier and nastier. Yes. I'm very worried about yes. that. Yes, I mean, teaching children of four that they should uh, exercise sexual rights with men of 50, for example. I can't This is basic paedophilia, and that has come straight in. Paedophilia takes every opportunity to come in of course. to children, to get close to children. When any tiny little space arrives, the paedophilics go through. And that is what has happened. Yes. So there's a lot on that at the moment as well. So it's, it's time to review all of this. Yes. And that's what a number of us are doing. Yes. No, thank you for what you're doing. But uh, what do you think our public could do in their own daily lives? You think they should speak up? I think that the public of all sorts, any age, any background, any sex, if I could put it this way, any gender, should be deeply concerned about this uh, sort of um, killing off of fertility, about the huge pain it's causing families and individuals. 
I suggest the public talks very loudly about this everywhere. Say, look, we're really unhappy. Uh, this should not be happening. That should not be happening. Yes. Why can't we be as we were normal? And yes, if a few people want to be completely different, well, they've always been yeah, welcomed fine. and allowed to do that. Certainly in British law, you can call yourself yeah. anything you want. You exactly. can dress as you like. They're already protected. Absolutely. They don't need any always, more privilege. Always been protected in yes. Britain. And on top of that, I personally, being the daughter and granddaughter and aunt and everything of artists, I mean, the more varied they are, the more likely they are to sure. be exciting. I'm a musician. Musicians, all art and music depends upon difference. So it's not against difference. It is um, a really, really nasty, poisonous streak yes. in human nature that for some reason has been awoken and should be crushed again. Yes. This is not right. I agree with you, Baroness. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I know you're very busy, so I, I want to leave you and go and save children and women. Do you want to just tell our public how they can help you with your charity? Well, like everyone, I've been witnessing the horrors in Ukraine. Yes. I'm desperately sorry, and I would imagine nearly all Russians are sorry as well. I mean, yeah. I'm afraid these huge it's dictators to grasp every scrap of power yeah. and do terrible things. So I'm busy raising money for health services, particularly mental health, for particularly for special needs children in Ukraine and over the well border done. in Romania, where I've been working for 30 years. We've developed a wonderful program with volunteer teachers in Romania, and we've kept many, many, many thousands of children off the ground level who have had no parents or difficult parents or very poor backgrounds. We've made a huge difference. This is all well Romanians, done. teachers and uh, lawyers and so on in their spare time, proper professionals, women mainly, but some men. And we want to do that over the border in Ukraine. Amazing. And Romania and Ukraine are very close together, surprisingly enough, not just physically, but there are three Ukrainian universities in Romania, for example, and they teach Ukrainian in a lot of the schools. So there's a huge motivation, yeah. but Romania is very poor, so I'm frantically raising money to try to get our volunteers in Romania to yeah. gather volunteers like themselves okay. and help them with food, with clothing, with special needs provision of teaching and so on well inside Ukraine. So we can definitely go on to the website of uh, amar.com yes, and the Amar. make a donation. Uh, that's right. Charitable. We've been in, working in uh, Romania on this very work very successfully. Everyone's Romanian except me and very successfully uh, for 30 years now. Well done. So we want to get it over the border. We were also working in Moldova, in Georgia and in Armenia, but we'd actually never got into Ukraine. So now is the moment for us to enter Ukraine well quietly and help them yeah. fight this horror. It is a horror. And then help them get back to normal. We're good at that sort of thing. Thank you so much, Any Baroness. help anybody can give, please give. Absolutely. We will try. And uh, of course, we will write the website. Thank you so much, Baroness, for your time. It was really precious. And I hope you inspired a lot of people to not be afraid, to speak yes. up and be Don't informed. Don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yes. Because we all, all of us, we have to protect women and children. Yes. Thank you, Baroness. Pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for being here with us today. 
I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I truly believe that the Baroness, uh, she's an angel and she's doing so much for others. And I really agree with what she says, that each one of us has a responsibility. So stay tuned for new episodes and don't forget to share with all your friends on your social media. Thank you.